from Boogieland Media. This is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. This is Randy Bonifield, one of the producers of On Carlson Drive, and uh, you know, sometimes things just don't go the way you want them to. And this week is kind of one of those weeks. I mean, truthfully, right now you should be listening to Wendy talk, but you're getting me. And why is that? Well, you know, we've gotten a little bit behind in our production schedule, and so we're pushing our latest episode to next week rather than this week. It's coming, but we just needed a little time to work it out and get it all finished and sounding good. So this is me coming on to tell you our next episode is coming, well, next week. So watch for it again on Tuesday. But in the meantime, we didn't want to leave you hanging and with nothing to listen to. Some of you have just found us this season and we thought, well, what we could do is play you one of our favorites from last season. So here's an episode from last season that we really thought that kind of gives you a picture of us and that one that you might enjoy. Now, if you've already heard this episode, you know, step aside, you can turn it off and you can move on to my favorite murder or something like that. Well, chances are that if you listen to this podcast, you probably don't listen to my favorite murder. Anyway, my point is that if, you know, if you want to move on, you can. But if if not, if you've never heard this episode, well, this is a great chance for you to hear it. So here is, let's see where the wind will take us. Let's do that. Let's see where the wind will take us. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. I couldn't sleep. I laid there for hours. Sleep. Sleep. Please sleep. It was not happening. It was 48 hours before our wedding day. We had to pick up friends from the airport and make final preparations for the rehearsal dinner the next day. Please go to sleep. For a number of reasons, our wedding was in Chicago. My family and I were staying with friends the few days before the wedding. Peoria was a little too far to travel back and forth. That night, the night before the night before my wedding, I was sleeping in Heidi's room. Heidi was 13 years old, and she had generously given up her room to the nervous bride. Please go to sleep. I give up. Giving up on falling asleep, I wandered the quiet house. I tried to watch TV, but I couldn't get it to work, so I spent the rest of that sleepless night reading adolescent fiction off the shelves in Heidi's room. Needless to say, the next day, I was a mess. The first of many tears came as I stood in the bathroom curling my hair. Why was I crying as I curled my hair? When my little brother, who was six at the time, and our ring bearer, when he noticed I was crying, he simply came in and gave me a hug and left. I stood there and cried some more. Poor Randy, he didn't know what hit him. I cried all day long. I cried when we got stuck in traffic on the way to the airport. I cried when I saw my friends whom I hadn't seen since we graduated four months earlier. Honestly, I am very thankful that it was the night before the night before our wedding. On the eve of our wedding, 
I mercifully slept all night long. Our wedding day came and went in a blur. I've been told it was a lovely ceremony. Short and sweet is the description. Family photos, wedding cake, and then farewell. Randy's dad had arranged a fancy hotel suite for us by the airport. We set off, and then his dad and his brother Bobby were to follow later and pick up the car. We were off to Seattle, Washington the next day. Awkward moment of the day happened when Dad and Bobby decided to stop by the hotel room before taking the cars home. Awkward. The next day began with a shuttle trip to the airport. Boarding the plane and then we were off. Off to a little cabin in Bellingham, Washington. Months earlier, Randy's parents had given us their frequent flyer miles for our honeymoon. We could go anywhere in the continental U.S. Our choice of Washington was somewhat random. Randy had been there once and thought it was beautiful. He thought I would like it, so okay, Washington. That was it. That was our plan. We had plane tickets and a destination. I think our idea was that we would just get there and see where the wind took us. That was our plan. So, no plan. We would cross our fingers and hope for a little luck and a little magic. The little magic came in the form of my grandmother, who, by the way, is the best person God ever created. When she heard of our see-where-the-wind-will-take-us plan, she immediately had a better idea. Her younger brother, Denny, had a cabin in Washington. She was sure he would let us use it. If there had been cell phones around, she would have called him right then. But it wasn't long before she let us know that great Uncle Denny would love to let us use his cabin. I knew all my other great aunts and uncles. I even knew my great-grandmother before she died when I was ten, but I had never met my great-uncle Denny. My grandmother was generous and kind, and it seemed that her younger brother was also generous and kind. It wasn't as simple as mailing us a key and an address. No, he would need to meet us in town so we could follow him to the cabin, too hidden away for us to find on our own. We were supposed to meet him around four o'clock in the afternoon. Plenty of time and daylight to find our way. Easy. Easy. The airlines laugh. (laughs) Not long in the air, an announcement is made. We are making an emergency landing in Texas. We have lost an engine. Please do not worry. We have another engine that will allow us to land safely. Thank you for your patience. We will make every effort to get you to your destination in a timely manner. We will not keep you waiting in the airport for three hours before we have another plane ready to take you to your honeymoon cabin. Thank you for your patience. Not only did we wait in the airport over three hours before our new plane with two working engines was ready to board, when we boarded our new two working engine plane, we sat in that plane at the gate for another two hours. Now our plane maybe had two working engines, but they were not going to turn them on until it was time to go. No engines, no air. Guess what, Randy? Your new bride not only cries over nothing when she is extra tired, she is also not a good traveler. 
Fortunately, we were the only ones in a row of three seats, and I was able to lay down and try to keep everything down. We made it to Seattle. Still, one more leg on the trip to make it to our cabin. We jumped. Well, Randy may have jumped. I merely slumped into our nice, clean, white rental car, and we were off to meet my uncle. On the highway for a while, then off the highway, onto winding, hilly, curvy mountain roads. Around the corners we went, up the hills, and around more corners. Soon, Randy was going to learn another lesson about his new bride. When I say, I feel sick, you need to pull over, that means I will throw up in two seconds. It does not mean, please find a convenient place to pull over so that I may throw up. I will wait. So I rolled down the window and threw up all over the side of our nice, clean, white rental car. My sweet new husband pulled a pair of his shorts out of the suitcase and wiped off the side of the car while I finished emptying the contents of my stomach on the side of the road. Those shorts were never the same. As hard as I tried, those stains were never coming out. We finally made it to Bellingham and meet my Uncle Denny in a gas station parking lot. It was midnight. I was so sick, so tired, and smelling like vomit. I was in no shape to meet a long-lost relative. He greeted us with such kindness and grace. No word about how late we were. We followed him down a few more winding roads, pulled off to the side of the road, and hidden down the side of the mountain was a lovely cabin overlooking a lake. It was beautiful. But all I wanted to do was sleep. Over the next week, we explored the woods and the water. We had a lovely dinner and a few visits with my uncle and his family. We had a great time. Randy has gotten better at pulling over quickly. I have awarded several full airsick bags to unwary flight attendants over the years. But even with all that, Randy will still travel with me. Now that's true love.